The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Uh, very good morning to you everyone and welcome to the show. It's Oliver Callan here standing in for Ryan all this week. It is Easter break for the schools of course so best of luck entertaining the young people this week parents. Uh, also Holy Week with a lovely long Easter weekend to look forward to for everyone and chocolate of course. Chocolate yes hello to anyone from Cavan who probably won't be buying their eggs until next Monday. Uh, but there you go. The half price eggs or they will. That's a, that's a cheap shot early off, early to start us off on a Monday morning. Now, by the way, they tend to sell out the eggs, don't they, um, before Easter each year. Although, I don't know how they're going to do it this year. There's walls of eggs in any supermarket I've been in. Walls of them. I'm a Cadbury's man, by the way, just to put that on the record straight away. Whisper caramel, double-decker boost. And, like, we know in our heart and our soul that it's all a bit of a rip-off. A tiny amount of chocolate and a terrible amount of cardboard and plastic and all that. But there's just something about that little crack, the little snap of the chocolate egg, isn't there? And you only eat half now. Never go for the full one. You, you think you can manage it. You can't. You'll be choco ill. And you can fight with your family and friends about whether it should be kept in the fridge or in the freezer, as I heard this morning upstairs. The chocolate comes straight from the freezer and is eaten. I, I'm a room temperature person. I'm also an Easter egg hoarder. Because um, I like to be the person who's kept the egg uh, uh, for a month and I'm opening it and I'm the only person in the country who's an Easter egg. And great envy. Now, this wouldn't cause uh, Christmas... Christmas? Easter egg envy. DublinLive.ie has the most expensive Easter eggs that are available in Dublin City right now. And they start at about 40 quid with the Vanshi milk chocolate egg in a metal tin. A metal tin. Come on now. Sure, it'll be in the recycling bin by Monday morning. Uh, well, anyway, the most expensive one they found, Arcane Dark Chocolate Easter Egg, €72. Euro. Uh, what does it do for €72, Euro, says you? An Easter egg filled with truffles made with wild Bolivian cacao and remains with its traditional Bolivian street. I mean, it looks pretty because street art colours. It looks very nice. It looks lovely and um, almost too good to eat. And at €72, Euro, you'd be you'd smacking someone over the head if they spent that on an Easter egg, wouldn't you? In a nice way. You know, not in a Will Smith sort of way. You'd be, you'd be sort of proverbial smack over the head sort of a thing. Um, yes, sorry, it's also Hot Cross Bun Week, isn't it? This is the week to eat those. I'm in there for that. It's kind of brack for this time of the year, isn't it? It's in small amounts. Uh, Good Friday is the traditional day for that. Uh, is that an Irish thing only, Hot Cross Buns? Feels like it is. Possibly not. Could be all over the world. I've um, never even mentioned the text already. 51551 is the text. The email is ryan at rte. Now, this morning, I'll be talking to the South African comedian extraordinaire, Trevor Noah. A couple of years ago, he wrote the one of the great comedy memoirs. It's an unbelievable story from uh, South Africa's upbringing in Johannesburg. And he was living in a garage at one stage. Born a Crime is the name of the book. But anyway, we'll be talking to him about his world tour because he's coming to Ireland in a couple of weeks' time. And he's a phenomenal work rate. And he's good crack and he broadcasts nearly every night on Comedy Central. And, and he flies home to see his mother in South Africa, honestly. On the weekends. Hello, by the way, to anyone who was at the airport at the weekend. If you were queuing up on Saturday, I suppose you'll be coming to the top of the queue around about now. Um, that's an exaggeration, clearly. But there were people were queuing outside Terminal 1 and uh, fortunately it wasn't raining. But it's a bit, it's becoming a national embarrassment. Imagine the tourists leaving the country 
Will they ever come back after finding out that we're a basket case? I was driving a lot this weekend because I'm on tour and I'm hearing those ads for the the airport come three and a half hours before your flight. And I was, you know, flights are at 6am, but even if you take like 7am, right? So three and a half hours. So you're there at half three in the morning. Now consider you have two hours to drive to get to the airport. And then you have to add in the time, you know, getting your bits and bobs together, getting from the car park to the terminal. You're leaving at one o'clock in the morning for a 7am flight. The kids will have to be up out of bed at half past midnight in 2022. You'd be sweating like Christy Moore. Um, I was actually performing on stage in Christy Moore's hometown of Newbridge last night in the Riverbank Arts Centre. So thanks to everyone who came along there. That Riverbank, incidentally, being the River Liffey. I'm learning so much on this tour, I tell you. And we have, a f- we have beautiful theatres up and down the country, despite everything. And I was particularly blown away uh, Saturday night in the Visual Arts Centre in Carlo. It's absolutely stunning. I mean, it looks like something on the continent. It's like a Guggenheim in Carlow Town. The George Bernard Shaw is a theatre, but there's so much more to the place. Uh, it has the biggest art gallery space in the whole country, in Carlow Town. It's totally free. It's an architectural joy. It'll put you in a good mood just being in the building. So there's stuff to do at Easter. Loads of parking. It's in Bang Centre, middle of Carlow Town, next to everything else. And I was talking to the very nice team running everything there. Claire Breen runs a project on climate action, so it's very good for kids. That's for all children. It particularly caters for young people with additional needs, promoting their voices in the debate around climate change. Gorgeous place. It's just a a very good thing to do. It's open Tuesday to Saturdays, 11am to half five. So go there this week. Support your home places. And the Carlo Arts Festival, huge thing there. June 9th, that starts. Visualcarlo.ie for the details. See, there's loads of coverage uh, in all the papers about... The Tony Houlihan shambles, the various shambles in the airport and this and that. So there are some things we do right. Theatre, gallery spaces are among them. And greenways as well. We're very good on the greenways and they're now appearing. There's a greenways logo I've seen appearing on the motorways. I've spent a lot of time on the roads this weekend, uh, I can tell you. Thanks to everyone who came to Cannes Kicks Live. We're on a break for the Easter weekend, but we will back on the road. Watergate Theatre in Kilkenny, uh, Friday week. And the Burr Art Centre in County Offaly. Uh, which has had a great weekend in the sport with Shane Lowry doing fairly well. You know, doing the place proud. Uh, that's on olivercallan.com for the for all the dates. It's going for oh, many, many weekends. Great crack. Really enjoying it. It's like a staycation mixed with an election campaign. The Roscommon Arts Centre, as the last one I'll mention, is across the road from the biggest cattle mart I've ever seen. It was, it was and it was just winding down the cattle mart just as the theatre and the arts centre was firing up. Also been done up and uh, just reopened in 2019. So, you know, we'd be talking shite on both sides of the road, different types of shite. Everyone roaring for grants, but the farmers do do slightly better, it has to be said. Uh, so that's what's going on. Port Leash, also on on, on uh, Friday there, really nice town. I, I, I mentioned the pedestrianisation word to local people because he's lovely. They've got narrow streets, you know, and you kind of go, wouldn't this be lovely if it was pedestrianised? And they say, Gee, don't mention the war. They were talking about it for years. Because it just seems claustrophobic with cars everywhere. And from what I gather, basically, the cafes and the bars are all for the pedestrianisation because people will mingle and they'll call in and there's the street giving way to tables and chairs. And the shops that are against it are kind of your chemists and the jewelries and the one-off, you know, the places that will get the business from someone pulling in in the main street, parking, coming in for a few minutes. So anyway... That's what the row is going. I think they're eventually going to lose the argument. Every urban space in Europe is getting rid of cars. Uh, we are a little bit behind them, but I feel like it's going to happen, whether right or wrong. 
think it's going to happen. And the weather isn't actually that bad in Ireland. You can dress accordingly. We have mild bits of everything going on. But anyway, that's for another day. There was loads going on at the weekend. Uh, you had the French election, which had given everyone the heebie-jeebies. Um, you had loads of sport, of course. You had the Mead ladies doing what I th- was most one of the most exciting ends to a match I've heard on radio in a long time. Pork Lodge sounded like he was commentating up on one leg at one stage. Mead versus Donegal, the Mead winning their first ladies um, league title for, uh, ever. And it was fierce exciting. And the women won uh, the Six Nations as well. The TikTok Six Nations, as it's called. It's kind of, I'm kind of going, what? Yep, seriously, that's what it's called. I, I suppose it's speaks to the marketability of women's sports, which is a good thing. Um, what else was happening? Uh, the big celebrity, and it's all over the papers today, the celebrity wedding of the year, they're calling it. And it's one of the uh, the Beckhams. Uh, it's Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Beckham. He married Nicola Peltz. Who is she? She's the daughter of a billionaire. She was in some terrible films, Danny DeVito, 2006 Christmas comedy, Deck the Halls. And uh, the figures involved are just obscene. They're driving around in an electric Jaguar. It's um, the Mirror says four hundred twenty thousand euro. The Irish Sun says six hundred thousand euro. It's just insane amounts of money, uh, and it's all very obscene with everything else that's going on in the world. Sixty grand on flowers, two hundred eighty thousand euro ring, and uh, it's in a, the billionaire's mansion in Palm Springs in Florida. You can read it if you want. If you want to hide from the world, it's a good place to go, I suppose. Uh, Prince William and Kate Middleton declined the advice. And apparently this is um, declaring which team they were on because they only invited Kate and William and not the other pair over in um, California. The Team Oprah pair, Harry and Meghan. So there you go. You can get your fill of that if you don't want to know anything about the world. Uh, Of course, our national treasures, this is the wedding we should be focused on. Our national treasures, Kelly Harrington and her now wife, Mandy Lachlan, got married in Dublin and uh, this was like a really short-term engagement. They've been together since 2009. They met at the Boxing Club in Bray. It's one of the great, lovely love stories. And I met them actually on the Paddy's, this St. Patrick's Day Late Late Show. And oh, such lovely sound people as Ryan, who are pers- he was personal friends with them, has said many times in the past. So they got married on Friday. The, the reception was in the old spot, which is a Mich- Michelin-approved gastropub in Dublin. Really nice spot. Um, the cake was made by Anne Geraghty and it was a lovely forest fairy tale theme decked out in roses, cute mushrooms and tree leaves. Now you're all wanting to know what they were wearing. You can look at Kelly's Instagram. There's a really, really nice picture. Just the light captures them beautifully cutting the cake, Kelly and Mandy there. And Kelly went for a floral lace gown with long sleeves and fitted trousers underneath the train. Oh, that's very du jour. Mandy opted for a diamond lace dress featuring a fitted skirt. It's very cool. And um, there were great... Faye O'Rourke from Soda Blonde was playing tunes. Great crack. It looks like a very nice occasion. And Kelly announced, um, as she said, it was, well, she was kind of talking about how it was a bit of a stretch putting the, weather, the wedding together in three months because she has stuff to prepare for. Paris 2024 and all that. But a beautiful story. Our national treasures. That's the one. Other celebrities out there. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck. Um, have now said they're getting married 18 years after they cancelled the first wedding. This is the story I was kind of going, how is this still going? It's getting serious now. Um, She's 52, he's 49. The papers are telling us, do we need to know? Don't know. Anyway, that's happening. Follow that, if you will. That's that's all the crack. The Grand National is another thing that happened at the weekend. It was a very fierce, busy weekend. And Noble Yates was the winner. Now, if you were studying form and looking, well, what was it saying in the papers about Noble Yates? the eventual winner of the Grand National. 
Um, one paper said, no chance, wrong age, lacks experience, out of form. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Famously now came home uh, 50 to 1. And the fellow who made the least money was the jockey. Front page of the Daily Telegraph, Sam Whaley-Cohen. He says he's the only person, the only national winner to be out of pocket. Why? Because he was fined £400 for excessive use of the whip. Well, you shouldn't have done it then. But more importantly for us, the Grand National Hero, Noble Yates, was given a hero's welcome in uh, County Carlow over the weekend, uh, just a day after the big win. Trainer Emmett Mullins, of course, his training was in attendance and there was a uh, uh, massive attendance out to welcome home Noble Yates and Sam Whaley Cohen, who's an English jockey, but you know they're sure they're part Irish when their tr- the horse is trained here and all of that. Uh, and there you go, and that was in um, uh, either Lachlan Bridge or Lyland Bridge or Leyland Bridge. I can't figure it. I can't figure it out. It's one of those places. It's like Grona Braher. Have you ever seen that spelt written down? It looks like Goron Braher. Grona Braher. Uh, anyway, no doubt you will let us know on five one five five one. What's happening? Uh, what is happening in the text? There's no bars of sweets in the eggs this year. Is there not? Oh, Because we used to do roses eggs when we were young and you could smash open the egg and there was a little plastic packet of of sweets in there. That doesn't happen. No Freddo in the Freddo egg. No buttons in the buttons egg. Travesty, says the texter who's tasted a few. I've always wondered when they're on sale very early. People are eating them, aren't they? I mean, fair play to anyone who's kept the Lent going. Oliver will give a shout out to Marty Pello who played his Dublin gig. Brought the house down in the Board Gosh Energy Theatre last night, Sazuna. Well, sure, he's a big star. Does he need a shout out at this stage? But I'm glad you enjoyed yourself, Una, and uh, get out and enjoy the live entertainment industry. It's having a moment. Um, because with everything that's going on, uh, people are really flocking to music, to comedy, and we're glad for it. Um, Oliver, we kept the Easter eggs in the freezer for a year and then we threw them out. <laughs> Says Bar in Meath. Yeah, because they, they only last till about July, I think, don't they? It's a couple of months because they are dairy milk. When I talk about the expensive Easter eggs, are there other Easter eggs where you can get actual Irish dairy milk? Not the Cadbury dairy milk, which is sometimes mostly made. Some of them made here, some of them made over there. They don't put a big Irish dairy milk in the... Someone will tell us, I'm sure. Oliver, hot cross buns like Yorkshire pudding, born in England and enjoyed here, says John. Well, we'll enjoy them anyway. And uh, we'll we'll find we'll get the Irish names. Oh, hot cross buns have been available in Australia since the twenty sixth of December. You'd think Ireland is a basket case, says Chair. Well, if hot cross buns is the measure of uh, a basket case, I think we have them nearly all all year round now in this country. Don't they? they used to be? It's a bit like um, coconuts. Used to be this fancy thing you'd get at Halloween all year round. Another big success I should mention over the weekend: Jesse Buckley was among the winners at the Olivier Awards in London. So you have the Tony Awards for Broadway in New York and you have the Laurence Olivier Awards for the West End in London. And Killarney's own Jessie Buckley won the award and uh, we're told here she was overwhelmed with emotion as she collected the award. Why wouldn't she? That's a big, big prize to win. And she won it for Cabaret, which I thought was interesting because that feels like kind of a an old musical that's been around for years having a bit of a moment with Liza Minnelli and everyone uh, being mentioned around it anyway that's the hot ticket at this year's Olivia Awards it won seven awards out of the 11 nominations Jesse Buckley of course um, won there Eddie Redmayne was in it as well and uh, yeah lots of stuff we do well every now and again the Irish at the Olivier Awards and the revival of the hit show which transformed the West End's Playhouse Theatre into the Kit Kat Club was named Best Musical Revival so it's all about the revival, a bit of nostalgia going on there, isn't there? Fierce excitement. Well, something else that's being redone 
is uh, Breaking Bad stars Better Call Saul if you've been following this they're five or six seasons deep and um, it was the prequel show to you know the Better Call Saul the lawyer in Breaking Bad well Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul will reprise their respective roles as Walter White and Jesse Pinkman for the final season of the prequel series Better Call Saul that's a bit of a head wrecker to get yourself around Breaking Bad kind of the original binge series wasn't it uh, Netflix I remember about 10 years ago don't remember any of it watched the whole thing in about a weekend didn't sleep and I remember Jesse Plemons who's that amazing actor in Power of the Dog and all of that and Fargo married to Kirsten Dunst now they met on Fargo brilliant show but I think I'll re- revisit Better Call Saul. I've been off the Netflix for about a year now. Who else coming back to do TV shows? Remember Mayor of Easttown, one of the great shows of last year? It was a, a miniseries, just happened once. Thank you, job done. Kate Winslet is in another show, which was, a, it's a real hot ticket a couple of, two years ago, three years ago, on Channel 4. So what is it? It's called I Am and it follows big stars and they have individual stories and it's about them. One-off episodes. It's a four-part series with different stars. Kate Winslet is going to be in it. She's going to star alongside her own daughter. And um, her daughter, by the way, Mia Honey Threppleton. That's very British. You know? Mia Honey Threppleton, 21, will star alongside Kate Winslet in her latest role. Uh, but these are, are really, they're female-led anthologies. They feature, you know, they're a collaboration with a leading actor for whom the story has a personal resonance. And so Kate Winslet's going to play I Am Ruth in, in her show. And it'll be named after his lead character, further cast. More details. We don't know what it's about. We'll find out. But that's a big, big, that's one to watch out for. It's good. It's going to be a good crack. Lachlan Bridge is the correct pronunciation, says this texter. But then they follow up my name with question marks. Does that mean they're not sure or they don't know what my name is? Uh, I don't know. Lachlan Bridge. I think we go with Lachlan Bridge. L-E-I-G-H-L-I-N becomes Lachlan Bridge. I mean... Anglicising Irish names is just, it's just like Bagnallstown. You go by it on the train station. Minaviog. If you haven't a clue that Minaviog is Bagnallstown, best of luck to you. But anyway, um, Lachlan Bridge had a good old time. That's all you need to know. Uh, by the way, Sam Whaley Cohen runs a string of dental practices. That's the, um, the winner of the Grand National. <laughs> wow, that is, that's kind of extraordinary. Right, so he doesn't need the money is really what they're saying. Is that what they're saying? Uh, because he was an amateur, so he didn't share in the prize money. Right, we'll start off uh, this lovely Holy Week Easter, uh, pre-Easter Monday, the start of the Easter holidays, nice and gently, nice Irish track. It's called um, Where You Are. So wherever you are in Lachlan Bridge, Lyland Bridge, not called that, have a beautiful Monday and stick with us. 51551 is the text. You come undone, set your walls down like the sun Hope will keep us one, love will keep us fun Finger on the gun Lay your chest down Baby, lay your head on my lap And let's just sit and relax Wait for the sun to come back I said, someone take me on and show me what it takes That's called Where You Are and it's by uh, Shiv, a.k.a. Siobhan McLean, um, she's raised in Kildare. Kildare is some place for producing musicians, isn't it? Unbelievable. Uh, that's gorgeous. I love the bit of brass, a bit of saxophone coming in there. Uh, we are emphatically calling it Lachlan Bridge. That is the verdict. I have now tweets in from uh, uh, Margaret H, who calls herself the Curtain Queen. 
online, very good, into interior design. And also um, Paul from Lachlan Bridge says it is definitely pronounced Lachlan Bridge. So thank you very much for that, Paul. You see, you're kind of, once you get behind a microphone in Ireland, you're expected to be able to pronounce every town in the place, aren't you? And you get into fierce trouble if you get it wrong. And I get worried about it, you know, that you'll never be forgiven. But anyway, it is Lachlan Bridge. That is now emphatic. We've all forgotten what the story was. Yeah, Grand National. There you go. Uh, Morning, Oliver. If I won the lotto, I wouldn't pay 75 euro for an Easter egg. And I'm from Wexford, not Cavan, says Jane. Well, 72 euro, actually. So would you pay 72 rather than 75? Don't know. If you want the correct pronunciation of anywhere, ring the local postmaster or postmistress. Now, you're getting into a whole different territory there as to whether you even call someone postmistress anymore. Uh, the ring the local postmaster. Absolutely. And people are also coming in. There's a tweet. Delighted for Jesse Buckley last night. Also in our category was Stephen McKeown for Frozen. So the Irish are going well in the West End. And note the Irish Baroque Orchestra. And Peter Whelan won an Olivier for Outstanding Achievement in Opera. I didn't know. Well, fantastic. We are just, we're geniuses. We love ourselves. We talk about ourselves all the time. We're never going to get over ourselves. We're brilliant. But particularly brilliant are, are those aforementioned people, Jesse Buckley and so on. We'll talk to Trevor Noah after the break. Uh, Paul at rivercycles.com. That's the email address to give um, if you have transport, if you're a mechanic and you're willing to help out on Usher's Island there, please do some text messages before we go. Hot cross buns are Irish, perhaps English, original Saxon importation. Baking them was restricted to religious feasts, specifically by good Queen Bess. However, they're an uncommon sight in my youth in the West, says Ray. And um, the brown bread ice cream, which Trevor Noah mentioned there, of course, as well. I had brown bread ice cream first time in the Seven Oaks Hotel in Carlow in the early 90s, which I think was before Murphy's Ice Cream. So there's a bit of debate on the brown bread ice cream there. Loads of mentions of Carlow this morning. Anyway, that's it for the moment. We'll be back again tomorrow. Tuesday, Claire Byrne is next. The Ryan Tuberty Show. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player.